It's chillingly cold in the eternal darkness that is winter in Alaska. Between the snow-covered branches on the evergreen trees deep in the wilderness, miles from civilization, the hunter lowers his bow and aims at his prey. Preparing for his next trophy kill to mount on his wall, his fingers tremble, then steady, ready. A swift swoosh of the arrow pierces through the night, hitting below its neck. He only needs the head anyway. This Jane Doe will look perfect next to his prized Ram. We missed you guys. We never take a vacation. Yeah. This was much. our first, I think, like true vacation we've ever taken from recording. Yep. And I decided, so I'm the one that took two weeks off. But from now on, I'm taking every December off, which means we have to record enough episodes. We got to record eight within the year. Extra. Extra mm. to take the whole month off. So, yeah. I kind of like, I mean, not that I like having the time off, but it what like we, it was weird because there were, during this, those two and a half weeks, I was like, wow, I should be having more things to do, such as record two nights a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was, um... I don't know. In a strange way, I guess it was kind of nice. It was nice. I mean, we all still saw each other. Yeah. Everyone, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, that's true. You know, so um, we just didn't record. Sorry. So a couple of big news announcements. This is my promo time. So 30 seconds Do-do-do. for guys and gals that want to learn how to podcast. I finally, with the help of Nicole, finished the Pro Podcaster course. So go to propodcaster.com. And click on the link that says Pro Podcasting Course. The course is $97, but for you murder fans out there, anyone listening to this, put in the promo code MURDER, that's all lowercase, M-U-R-D-E-R, MURDER, and it's only $50 for you. So anyone that wants to learn how to podcast, we have about 23 or something videos up there. And it shows us creating an episode, Nicole and mm-hmm. I, not a murder episode, but a how to podcast episode. And then it shows me editing it and mastering it. Excuse me. It shows me editing it and mastering it yeah. and you teaching me how to do it. So propodcaster.com for you guys. And that is my promo, my self-promotion. Yeah. So it wasn't exactly a two-week vacation, let me just say. Yeah. Also, we are bringing the Supremos back we decided to bring it back, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to start taking episodes off because we got way too many episodes on there right now. So I'm going to start with the first 50. I'm taking them off. Not only that, when we record at Jen's house every Wednesday, we're also going to record it, but I'm not going to put those on YouTube as of now, or I may put them on YouTube for a few days and then take them off. I haven't really decided, but for the Supremos, you'll get all the old episodes everything ad free completely ad free and you'll get all the videos even the ones that are not going to be on youtube so even the ones of me and jen finding that bicycle so <laughs> talkmurder.com slash join that feels good to say that again yes it is 666 a month or i am doing a lifetime membership because i like lifetime memberships which would be a hundred dollars i think so go to talkmore.com slash join $6.66 a month for all of those videos and episodes. So thank you so much. Love it.
You know, we should get a refund year on our 29th year because most of it for us was spent in 2020. <laughs> oh my God, you guys are 30. No, no, I'm not Jen 30. is not. I still Jen have some not. time. I still have some time. Surprise <laughs> shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Cheers. Cheers. Happy 2021. Oh, no way, dude. Oh, yes. Way to start it Cheers. off. Cheers. <sighs> <sighs> we needed something that was diet friendly, which was tequila. Tequila. How was that diet friendly? Low glycemic. For our talk murder fans out there, welcome to 2021. And this year's going to be great. I got a bunch of awesome stories lined up. You started planning out your whole year. Wow. Yes, I planned out the whole, whole year. In your unless agenda? Something, another story comes up. But I have only the best. <laughs> so everyone out there... We've taken a little break, but we are back. This is Talk Murder to Me. Go to YouTube.com. We are on video right now. And one of my big goals for this year is to stream the uh, videos for the Supremos. But Live? We're, yeah, we're still working out the kinks. I think I'm going to need a, a better computer. But No. <laughs> better, than the, better than the bleed? I'm pretty sure you can't get a better computer. Oh, I can get a better computer. No. Joe Rogan has a better computer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell get, you what. Yeah, when we get to Joe Rogan's status, you can get a new computer. Absolutely. Okay. So. <clears throat> so help us get there this year. So John That's can stop right. complaining. That's right. Yeah. But for all you guys that are brand new, this is your first episode. Go to talkmurder.com right on the front page. You'll see this story. I am putting all the photos. I've got a bunch that you're not going to find anywhere else. And also, if you want to follow along with us on video, we are on video. My mm-hmm. pretty face is on video. And that is YouTube. It's, all, it's only John's pretty face. Let's yeah. be clear. And that is, you well, there's, there's really two other faces here, too. <laughs> it's only John's pretty face. <laughs> there's three faces in total, but. <laughs> but let's just face it, ladies. There's I mean, only one you want to see. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> oh, and yeah, there we go. Okay. All right. So YouTube.com. It's a and good ty- thing you're married. It's a good thing that's in, tattooed uh, on your finger. Type in talk murder. Well, this is a temp tattoo. Talk murder, and you can see us and follow along with us. So, you should have branded him. That's what you should have done. Maybe on our first anniversary, I'll do that. Tonight, we are going to the, no- I mean, they, they hold the record number one in the United States. The best state, number one, ranked for sexual assault. South Carolina? New York. <laughs> Florida. 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 I'm going Florida. We're going to Alaska. Oh, wow. A, two, a 2013 survey. Is it per capita? Is that why? I don't know. You know, there's a, there's a majority of, I want to say females in Alaska. There's more female, and it's it's really skewed, I believe, mm. or maybe males. I'm not sure. It's one or the other, but it's like seventy to thirty. There's some statistic <laughs> that out like there. My college campus. Yeah. Like, there are so many more females. Well, actually, it'd be like seventy to twenty nine. It's also like Charleston. One yeah. percent. Anyway, um, tonight we are covering the Butcher Baker. I've heard the name before, and that is also because I think Alaska is 
the highest serial or killings per capita as well. Oh, I don't know about that. This guy was killing in the early 80s Hmm. and in Alaska in the early 80s and now probably not as much. But there was a big oil boom, and Mm. that's where we get a lot of oil anyway, all the pipelines. But during the 80s, all the transient workers would come up, all these dudes would come up and get all oily. But then they would send the money back home, right? So what else attracts that? Like, that makes a market for something, because they still got to get... Prostitution. There you go. They yeah, still got to have some yeah. fun. So oh, all there the was prostitutes that... would come up from all over the country, Nevada, mm-hmm. like mostly on the West Coast. But they would come up to Alaska, make some money, and then come back down, which was really hard to track because there was a lot of prostitutes that went missing, mm. which happens a lot because, you know, they get tired of their pimp or whatever, so they move cities. But in this story, in the early 80s in Alaska, they moved in you know back and forth and drove so it's really hard to tell how many were killed hmm. so anyway go ahead it's like that town in um north dakota where they were started fracking i forget the name of it it was like the most like pe- people started moving there in droves and housing prices were ridiculous because there was not nearly enough housing and prostitution was incredibly lucrative Guys, we are going to Sunday, June 13th, 1983, and this is, we're on Google Earth right now. Fifth and Denali, this is where the prostitutes at the time would hang out, Fifth and Denali, and this story takes place, we're starting Sunday, June 13th, 1983, so if you're seeing here on the video for YouTubers, this is the exact spot we're going. You see that sign that says Denali up there? Mm-hmm. See, I like that because the buildings are not right on top of another. There's yeah, a I lot was, of land. Yeah, but it sucks, man. Look, there's like nobody there. I was like, who the hell lives in Alaska? Not many people. Marine biologists. Eskimos. They live in like in the North Pole. All right. So we're talking about um, a hooker tonight, Cindy Paulson. Hmm. And this is her right here. And our pictures are in the background for some reason. That's Cindy Paulson. Hi, Cindy. And um, I can't answer you. I know. I just felt like I had to say something. She actually survived. Oh. Wow. Oh, well, hey. <laughs> um, going back to that fifth in Denali, she's working. She's a 17-year-old prostitute. And a car pulls up to her. She's seen this car before and she's seen this guy before. He actually came up to her once before a couple days ago and offered her a date. Okay. To meet at another time. And she missed it. Anyway, he comes back where she's working and then they leave together. All right. Now, this is actually her voice speaking right now. It's really hard to hear, so I will narrate a little bit. My telephone number and asked him to call me. And he had called me, and I slept through it when I was supposed to meet him. So the next day, which was Sunday, I was on a corner of in Denali, and the gentleman here rolled by, pulled in a parking lot, and offered me, you know, I got in the car voluntarily, and was talking with this man, and he offered me. $200 for a little job in the car. $200? fine, no problem. And we pulled over to the side, left side of the house. 
and I proceeded to give him a blowjob. And um, after I had got the um, condom on, oh, we, I kept doing it. And then uh, he kept feeling around my neck. Like he was just tripping, playing around with my neck and my necklaces. And uh, he had cuffed one of my hands and I was trying to get loose and he pulled out a gun. And um, he got my other hand cuffed. I don't know how he did, just from fighting him. Cause I didn't really, I fought, but not a lot. Cause I knew I could do something. And um, he took me to his house on Old Barber Road in Maldon. All right, y'all could understand that? Yeah. So w- describe what she said. So a man approaches her, offers her $200 to give him a blowjob, and he... Which is a lot, right? That is Who a lot that? of money. Yeah. Who said that? Me. First, you. <clears throat> it is a lot. So, and I feel like in most, well, mo- most cases movies, we, yeah. they're like, you know, it's like 20 bucks a book. Uh, like, well, it depends. You know, prices go up and down. Inflation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> inflation. <laughs> oh, man. No, so we do a lot of these stories, and most of the time, I notice the price of a blowjob equals about one hit of whatever drug is most sold mm-hmm. on that street corner mm-hmm. so it's usually like 37 bucks or something like some weird number wow 37 that... is very specific <laughs> yeah how do you know this john uh... well i mean i just research mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah that's a lot of money oh yeah so this is the car that he pulled up in which is a beautiful looking car um sure Oh, was yeah. it like a Cadillac or something? It's like a Buick. Also, you probably noticed down there it says episode 200 something. I would love for someone to go on iTunes or wherever and count all those motherfuckers for us. Because <laughs> I don't want to. I think we're at like 217 or something. I'm going to have to count them eventually. When did you stop numbering them on iTunes? Um. Well, see, I don't like labels, Jen. <laughs> You. <laughs> All right, so this is the car that he pulled up in, and as you heard from Cindy Paulson, she was offered two hundred dollars, which is very unique, and that's one of the 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 uh, Robert Hansen's mos is the high price for a blowjob he offers because she's not the only one that he's offered that much amount to, which I'm sure is so basically that's not the usual going price for a blowjob. No, it's a lot cheaper. No, it's a lot more. No, You're 200 bo- bucks for a blowjob. He's offering them more. Yeah. Than a the lot average. More. Yes. Right. That's what I'm saying. You guys oh. are both on the same page. You're just, <laughs> You're just speaking opposite <laughs> <terms>. Yeah. <laughs> Cheap price. He's offering an expensive exactly. price. And for he, a blow he job, would tell, which the, is memorable. He would tell the girls that, he was a doctor, a lawyer, stuff like that. But as soon as, you know, it comes time to pay, he would just pull out that gun. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to read this, this is from the book Butcher Baker. If you cooperate, I won't hurt you. He said, tightening the chain around her neck. And then he was standing nose to nose with her, stealing her breath, violating her sight. His face was a lunar landscape of acne scars and what looked to her like facial warts. 
He was ugly, she decided, with horn-rimmed glasses and slick hair that gave him the look of a gawky adolescent who'd grown old, but not up. Ew. <laughs> that's pretty... That's quite descriptive. So she's in the... So she's in the car, and she gets the gun pulled on her, and then he says that. Pretty standard stuff. So now, where does he take her? A second location. There you go. 7223 Old Harbor Road, or Old Harbor Avenue, excuse me. Looks like there's some trees back there. This is his house. He's taking her to his, his and his wife and his kids' home. Oh, lovely. His family home. So he looks like that and he's married? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Hey, love don't judge. So if you look at this home... Well, he's also a serial killer, so, you know. Well, I, you know, every, there's someone for everyone out there. So... Hopefully. So look at uh, look at this. This is obviously... I just did this Google Earth. So whenever they took this picture. But this is his house in the 80s. So you see... Oh, it's, okay, it's yes. been renovated quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, but it's still the same house. Right. So he handcuffs Cindy Paulson to a chair. Now they actually go down into the basement. And at first she was. While she's still on the chair? What? He handcuffs her in the basement or handcuffs her. No, they. they so they walk in the home and they go down to the basement. And at first she's not okay with it, but she's been in some sketchy situations before. She knows most likely. He's bluffing or whatever, and he just she just needs to give him what he wants and then have her take her back. You know, she has a pimp too. This is this is she's working with a pimp. Where the she pimp is. knows exactly what car he's got she's got in and everything. She's still terrified, but she thinks she can control the situation. They go down to the basement and he ties her neck to the coffee table and Ugh. ties her hands to a chair. And this is actually a quote by her, if you want to read this. And I was on my period at the time and had a tampon in my womb and he had sex with me with no rubber. And then he kept telling me, you know, calm, you know, if if I would be okay, he wouldn't hurt me. And then after that, I had... I had went to use the bathroom and he was following me with a rope around my neck and I was handcuffed the whole time. Jeez. On the floor was the bearskin rug where he had raped her. In the corner were piles and piles of wolf hides. Huge caribou and goat heads graced the paneled walls. Stuffed ducks and other game birds appeared to fly from their mountings. A stuffed fish rested on a coffee table. She got the message. This guy liked to kill things. So this is Jen's house right here. <laughs> Can you describe that for our podcast listeners? Oh, there, there's, there's so many animals. There's a taxidermy. Yeah. It's like a taxidermy outlet. Yeah. Well, those are rams. It's like Norman Bates's little office. What Norman Bates from? from yeah, Psycho. Yeah, from Psycho. Remember he had taxidermy stuff. You guys watched Psycho there? without no, me? No, he did not. Yes, he did. In his office and on Wall Street? What are you talking you watch, about? When did you watch Oh, Psycho? Norman Bates. You're talking about Psycho. I was thinking about... um. Yeah. Something else. American Psycho? Yeah, so... Can yeah, we watched just... it around Halloween time, remember? So this is actually his house. This is where it happened. And there's... There's a sheep all the way to the right. You see that sheep? This is, uh, this is where she was tied up. So there's a pool table 
in the home as well as a foosball table and she was actually tied up i don't know if you can see that but it was the back of a chair mm. you see the spokes coming up mm -hmm. so that is the butcher baker home go to talkmore.com to see those pictures and this is a quote from her all i want is to go home to my mom she pleaded i won't tell nobody just let me go home don't worry about it he told her doing his best to sound reassuring everything's gonna be okay i'm not going to hurt oh, you. oh shoot that was sorry <laughs> okay. everything everything's gonna be okay i'm not going to hurt you i i hope I hope not. Hey, I've brought seven other girls here. Usually I like to keep them a week, but I really like you. So I'm going to treat you special. Creepy. He tells her he's going to take her to his private cabin. And this is the private cabin. We're, we're on Google Earth right now. So, so he's going to take her to a third location. A third location. Now, she knows if she goes to a private ca cabin, then that's it. Yeah. So he takes her here, a Merrowfield Drive, which is what? An airport. An airport. So she knows if she gets on that plane, he's got his own private plane. Then Is he rich? Well, I'll get to that. He's not rich, but he's got his own plane. A lot of people have their own plane. Yeah, I know, I know people that have their own plane. It's not like a, a Learjet. I'm talking about a little... Yeah, but little. fuel costs a lot. I mean, it's a hobby. So this is the airport right here. So she knows as she goes into that plane, she's dead. What you're looking at now is his airplane. It's a Super Cub aircraft, tail number BJZ-775. Now, on the aircraft, they notice he painted very tiny numbers on the aircraft you know because they have to have tail numbers but his was really tiny and they weren't in regulation so it was so that he couldn't be identified and so the tower can't spot him and he would intentionally fly about a mile above the tower so they would have to use a binoculars if they really wanted to see his tail number but he would give them a fake tail number anyway and they would just write it down they, there was no checks. Right. But he, he wasn't not electronic at this point in time. He wasn't supposed to be flying because the FAA, the FAA had restrictions on someone flying if they were on regular doses of lithium and had a mm. manic depressant disorder mm -hmm. like Robert Hansen did. Otherwise known as bipolar disorder. So if she got on that plane, she knew she was dead. They get out of the car and they're heading towards the plane. Now, there's nobody at the airport. It's freaking Alaska. So she sees her break and she takes it. The driver's door had been left ajar and Kitty watched him go back and forth, waiting for her chance. I'm going to go for it, motherfucker. She told herself, building up her resolve. Peeking through the cracks, she waited until she could see only his legs. Now. She looked back for just a second. He was coming after her with a gun. I'm going to get you, he yelled. His short legs were pounding as fast as they could. So she books it, man. She just says, screw it. I'm out. And literally, this is just like. Just like a movie. She runs. Through the airport. Now, there's no one there. It's a small private little airport mm -hmm. into traffic and a trucker almost hits her and saves her life. Wow. Because the trucker's like, get in, get in. Kind of like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre when he runs out yeah. the old one, he's like, yeah. and the truck, and you know, almost, it's literally like cliche the movie, man. Think okay, what? so this is the airport you're looking at now. They're 
at the driveway of the airport and you see up towards the screen there. And I'm showing on a picture of Google Earth. Uh-huh. She runs through that whole thing and that little pen up there, the mush, the red one, the mush in motel. That's where she was staying mm-hmm. and her pimp was staying. Oh, she books it. Almost gets hit by a tr- a big ass semi truck, and Bob or Bob Hansen's right behind her with a pistol, and the truck driver is like, "Get the fuck in!" And then they drive all the way to the hotel where her pimp is, and she jumps out. Hmm. And the pimp actually, oh, it's funny. Let, let me let me just read a line. The uh, from the pimp. This is really funny. Is the pimp like now I'm after this guy for revenge? This would make a great movie. Okay, so here's what the pimp says. But Kitty now they call her Kitty in here. But Kitty couldn't stop crying. The pimp grabbed her and slapped her. It didn't do any good. Finally, in frustration, he raced down the hall to his brother's room. When he came back, he was waving his gun. I'm going to kill this motherfucker. He said he left Kitty in handcuffs while he went to the airport. <laughs> That's a good pimp right there. That is a good you pimp. You always have to have a good pimp. Yeah. Where did the word pimp come from? Hmm. I don't know. Is it short for something? It's a good question. I have no idea. Never thought of it. I don't know. I do want to do the story of Pimp Iceberg Slim. Anyway, this is Robert Hansen. Can you describe the Butcher Baker? for us um almost like he has like an older like a 50s style haircut with like 50s style glasses you can see his acne scores even in this photo is black and white it's interesting i would not have on guessed the, on the right side of his face look under his glasses you can see his scars yeah by looking at this picture though i would have not have guessed that this takes place in the 80s whatsoever yeah um, you can tell that description. Well, he, of him, this isn't from the 80s. Well, oh, this dude was born in 1939. Well, I was going to say, because like, he does look like an adolescent. They say, <sighs> described him as an adolescent who looked yeah. like he grew old, old but, but not, not up. up. And, yeah. Like that. I mean, if this is a like a older picture of him, that's a good description because he does look like yeah. young there. Robert Hansen, born February 15th, 1939, nicknamed the Butcher Baker. Characteristics, rape and a human hunter. Is he holding something that with horns? Yeah, he's yeah, holding a ram's head. His kills, 21 plus. Ooh. 1973 to 1983. Location, the Alaska Wild. He has his own plane. Yeah, that's quick and he's convenient. he's a human hunter. You guys understand what this means? Like the yeah. most dangerous game? He takes game? him out there in the wilderness and lets him go and hunts him. <gasps> like the most dangerous game. <laughs> he was arrested October 27th, 1983. This is the Butcher wow. Baker. His MO. I'm going to get a little into his MO right now. He kills prostitutes in Alaska in the early 1980s. And I mean, he did kill before that, but this is when he really ramped it up. Wow. So he would let them, he would take them to the plane, drop them in the wilderness and then hunt them. Yeah, so look, so if they were to make a movie, who would play that guy? Who kind of looks like him? I can't place it. There is an actor, but... Well, there's... Oh, McLovin. What? McLovin? McLovin's not a real actor. The guy guy who plays plays McLovin. McLovin. With a better, with a longer 50s style hair, maybe. I could see it. I could see it. There's two really famous actors 
that made a movie about this. Oh, really? One is actually the best actor in the world. Uh, Tom Cruise? Not Tom Cruise. Okay, good. I was Christian Bale? No, not Christian Bale. I'm going by your man crushes here. Yeah. This is the this trailer, is the trailer for, for Frozen. Frozen. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, what just happened? There's been another murder. Found her last night. This one of your missing persons? That yeah, could be. She's late teens, maybe early 20s. She's not missing anymore. What do you make of this? Ever try to saw a bone with a flat blade? Say someone tried to remove her head. Any connection to the Jane Doe? When are you going to admit there's somebody taking these girls? It's not a first time. He's done it before. He'll do it again. God, he is the worst ever set on the plane. No! <laughs> Eight girls in the last two years. There's not one lead except her. Those are real, real photos. She got away. Oh, cool, cool. This looks like a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah 6.4 out of 10. Start at the beginning. Coming to his place. Is that Vanessa Hudgens? Look who, look look who, who, plays, who plays Robert Hansen. Robert Hansen. It was more of a dungeon. Why isn't this guy on our list? Oh, hey, Bobby. Hey, oh, John an upstanding citizen. I have testimony from huh. the I love, I love Mason John, John, Cusack. John Cusack. It's a dead end. She's not your problem. She's not our kid. Well, she's someone's. We're looking for a white male, early 40s, history of sexual assault, and avid hunter. That's handsome. I need physical evidence. We're reopening the case. This guy did it, and they let him get away with it. Oh, my God. He's going to dump it all. Did you panic when you killed them? Yeah. You had their blood all over your hands. I didn't do that. I oh, mean, yeah. Damn, I can see it now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this looks great. We can watch that. You have any idea. I love John Cusack, man. I promise nothing's going to happen. Nicholas Cage is here. Please. Have you seen her? Have you seen this girl? Oh, that's, oh, that's, what's her name? What's her name? Vanessa Hutchins. And we know who he is. Drop the gun! The frozen ground. Oh, wow, wow. Have you ever seen anybody do anything like this before? So this is some more about his MO. This is the type of girls that he picked up. All between five foot four and five foot seven. Oh, I'm safe. Weighing from one hundred to one hundred and twenty five pounds. Because <laughs> okay, so what safe. you're you're one you're one thirty, right? I wish. <laughs> How much are you? You don't ask a woman what she weighs. Yeah, this is now on video. Really? What do you why not? You just don't. Just don't. Talk oh. talk to me after after we get through our diet phase and i will be within those parameters i was at one point in time i am not right now what what are most women the last time like 90 there's mm, i don't know i don't know this stuff do your research then (laughs) all your research that you say you do a 90 pound woman at my height would be deathly ill like anorexic you would see my all of my ribs and my spine spine. That's hot. Um, <laughs> the last time I was within these parameters between five foot four, five foot seven, and from one hundred and one hundred and twenty-five pounds, I think I was probably in fifth grade. I'm two ten. I need to lose some weight. I'm proud of you for being brave enough to share that. Um, I don't give a fuck. Well, I am not sharing. I mean, it's all muscles, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
Muscle and penile <laughs> girth. <laughs> All had at one time or another worked as topless dancers in Anchorage. All had made big money dates with a stranger before disappearing. And all were presumed dead at the hand of the Anchorage killer. Um, this is Maybe. where a lot of them worked right here at the Kit Kat Club. That's a fun name. Yeah, it is a fun name. Give me a break. <laughs> So this is the Kit Kat Club. No, if I was the, I don't know, I, I didn't think about it. No, we were seriously going to open up a bikini coffee drive-in bar. Like the coffee stand. Oh, yeah, I've heard those are yeah. very lucrative. Yeah. There's a lot we of them out in Washington. We actually looked into the permits and stuff, but you can't get a permit in South Carolina to Wait, do that. A coffee stand? Yeah, but... so a coffee stand, like and then the girls wear bikinis. They're like little espresso shacks. Have, there's, I've seen oh, one yeah. here yeah. where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. very, very tiny, mm -hmm. like oh, the size of this we room. in the RV one time, yeah. too. Yes, they're but like the size of this like room, a, less a smaller. In the coffee thing, or whatever, because what that's what would make money. There's th like there are those, not topless, yeah. but like a there's ones where bar. girls are wear yeah like bathing suits and really? they serve coffee in them yeah interesting there's a lot of them out in Washington in one of the uh, last episodes of Letterkenny that I watched they were talking about a gay hooters like making a gay hooters a gooters gooters I'd love that I think you guys would like that show I well we we're Ugh. we're gonna have to find something after we finish watching all twenty seasons of family guy all right here's his victims this is some now no one knows how many people he's killed but at least 21, 21 plus is the number so obviously this isn't all of the victims right here and a lot of them you see had to be uh re facial reconstructed Ooh. because when they found the bodies this is in alaska and what's in Alaska? Snow. Bears. Well, not snow, but bears and wolves and tigers and freaking... I don't think tigers live there. Octopuses. Could be Siberian? Maybe? Maybe. I mean... I don't know. All kinds of stuff will live there. Black bears. Seals. Blue bears. Mm -hmm. Seals. So, these are some of the victims right here. Let me show you where he worked. He works right down the street from... Fifth and Denali, where he picked up all these girls, mm. which is just surprising because a lot of them didn't know who he was, even though he was a really prominent businessman in the area. Was okay. that 828 Fifth Avenue? And the, the author of the book said that he actually drove the route and it took him seven minutes. So that spot right there was his food mart mm -hmm. is where he used to work. Uh, okay. Was he the baker at the food mart, as Jen had predicted? Ah, yes. oh, he, he owned baker. it. Yeah, he owned the baker. And in the movie, the Nicolas Cage movie, I should have put the picture in here, but they had they have a, a picture like they recreated this. Oh, cool. Yeah, I should have put that in there. But yeah, this is the baker. Re. He was a baker and he owned his own shop and he was a pretty prominent businessman. Hmm. Um, he went right down the street. Now, he, he was a first child growing up. His dad taught him how to bake. He was also a baker. And his dad was extremely demanding and never satisfied. And Robert tried everything in his power to please his dad, but he never could. Mm. Robert also suffered from really bad acne. And I actually have a, a um, recording of him. And I'll put those on talkmer.com. And... I got them from the the author's 
blog. He blogs about this case mm-hmm. and he just wrote this book, which The Butcher Baker is a really good book. I enjoyed it thoroughly. It's a page turner. Really great book. So be sure to check that out. But he's got all the tape recorded conversations of Robert uh, Hansen, which we're going to hear in a little bit. But um, he had really bad acne growing up and mm-hmm. he was as he puts it, a loser in school growing up, and he was always bullied. He also had a really bad stuttering problem. And in fact, in his interviews, he stutters like really Mm. bad. He said the lithium actually helped him uh, get over the stuttering. When I was in school, he said, I used to stutter so bad that I wouldn't even answer a question, even if the teacher called on me. It didn't matter if I knew the answer or not. People used to make fun of me all the time, he said. I used to run away from people and avoid them rather than try to have a conversation. Hmm, and now he hunts them down. <clears throat> Revenge. So he, he wasn't actually born in Alaska. He moved to Alaska. Oh. He wanted to be in the wilderness. But try to guess where he was born. This is the town. The, the, this is like the welcome sign of the town. When you, and the town is about... Schitt's Creek? 700 or 1700 people this is what you see when you first enter the town (laughs) whoa i'm gonna say oklahoma i'm gonna say new mexico (laughs) um no he meets his wife darla and darla was really shocked that her hubby was out killing a bunch of prostitutes but they meet in the same town of pocahontas iowa Oh, and then then he moves to Alaska. He just ups and moves to Alaska, moves her, the kids, everything just up to Alaska. Hmm. And uh, let me go back to his room right quick. There's his house because I want to talk about his hunting. He was an expert bow hunter. You Hmm. know, I mean, I'm not so bad myself, but how many arrows have you lost lately? uh, None. That's good. That's zero. That's that's one less than the golf club. That the last I one I shot is sticking out of your dog out there. <laughs> oh, shit, oh that's my funny. god, that's terrible! <laughs> Why would you say that? Oh my god! god. <laughs> I am a victim of your torture enough. Please leave Murphy out of this. God, poor dog. Holy shit! All right, so he's, he's getting in, tortured enough by our dog. He's in, he is poor thing. He's gonna have PTSD. Like pretty soon, like if your dogs aren't triggers enough, like he might see you as a trigger, John. Whatever, we'll have PTSD together. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> All right, this guy was an expert hunter. Several bow and arrow records. The top mark, whatever that means, for the biggest ram. In, and these are world records. Okay, oh, wow. he had the world records. <clears throat> yeah, he had the top. Ram with a 42 inch horns. I don't know. I think it's that one up there. The left. Look at that thing. Uh, the horns yeah, all curly. Yeah. That's pretty Those crazy. Those things aren't even deadly anymore. Aren't they? Shouldn't they be straight? To uh, Don't you, if you're a ram, don't you poke with them? You, you lock. Oh, you headbutt? Yeah. 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 Man, can you imagine running into that bit, you know, that beast? You, you wouldn't survive. Mm-mm. Yeah, I would. No, I would do a flying sidekick right to his balls. (laughs) Okay, coming at you with his head. How is that going to work? Like that doesn't. That doesn't. I would also headbutt him. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I would explode. Yeah, Uh, he was not advised. He was second in the world for killing a big caribou. (laughs) Jeez, caribou coffee. Yeah, like the coffee. 
He was 12th in the world for killing a mountain goat. I was like, wow. who the fuck is shooting mountain goats? Did you guys know that caribou is the same animal as reindeer? I did not. I thought it was a moose. He also got 12th in the world for the mountain goat, 13th for a doll sheep, D-A-L-L sheep. I don't know. Don't ask me. And 34th, oh, this guy sucks, for well, black bear. He's, who the fuck is shooting black bear? People that like I wish, adventure. Oh my god. He's an adrenaline junkie. I think bears are cute. They're also destructive. You know what's really interesting about this case is if you guys heard of this guy. <laughs> it was you pictured say? Jen if she ever sees bear. Would you like some honey? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I love Yogi. fucking honey. <laughs> I need to, I got some I need to get some more honey. Uh. All right. So you know what's really interesting about this case is Roy Roy Hazelwood, the FBI profiler from Quantico. You guys know him? Mm, sure. Like we talked about him. A lot, actually, some of the cases, because he was one of the ones that helped come up with the FBI behavioral analysis before this guy was even caught, before they even really knew there was a serial killer. They sent the information about this guy, a very little amount of information to Roy Hazelwood, which is a an expert in the field. He's written a billion books on the subject. But anyway, he says, uh, quote, from the stuff you sent us, we are well. This is what FBI sent back to him. Quote, we were able to confirm Agent Hazelwood's analysis. The man you want is prop the man you want probably stutters. Which hmm. is how the frick does he know Whoa. that? I mean, so basically the uh, the cops here, including one of the guys that wrote this book, they sent him a very little information about there's this guy and he's picking up prostitutes, he's offering him a lot of money and he's you know, we think he's dumping them in, in the Alaska wilderness type of thing. And he's like, that's enough information. Let me come back to you. And he says, the man you want probably stutters is likely an excellent hunter. His wife is probably religious and totally aware of her husband's and totally and not totally aware oh, of her husband's say. activities, which his wife was extremely religious. And she was like one of the, the top people in the church who's very church going so hmm. i don't know how he got all this stuff and he's obviously an excellent hunter he's known as a good provider and a hard-working businessman that's correct he provided well for his family and he's a businessman he's successful or at least we wouldn't be surprised if he is i mean that's like perfect man these guys are mind readers you know what's crazy is it's almost like fortune telling i or i, I would want almost want them to have profile me like what like what words are gonna they gonna yeah, use to describe what, yeah. me how would they describe us all right so let's talk about some of the uh victims that actually got away this is how we know his mo when he confronts the women if you want to read this this is a prostitute named robin patterson she had been kidnapped at gunpoint from the parking lot of a sleazy cafe frequented by street people. Bound with her hands behind her back by big leather shoelaces, she was driven to a remote spot where her John asked if he could rip her bra off. She then was made to strip down to her bra and panties so she couldn't escape. They drove deep into the canai. They drove deep into the canai where they found a motel and had sex. His penis was shaped funny. Robin told Gilmore. Like it was deformed or something. It was short, but very large around. Which Ew. Penis size doesn't matter anyway, right? 
I don't know. It was shaped <laughs> funny. Yeah, it was. It's got the Pyrenees disease, where it's like a banana. That's not what it says. It says it was sh- short but very large, round, like a Coke can. Ew. <laughs> a Coke can. <laughs> or like one of these Mason jars. Ew. I don't know. Nasty. Well, maybe he's a, a grower, not a shower. I'm well, wouldn't, I, wouldn't he I have grown have... in this instance? I don't know. I don't like know. A... It's cold in Alaska. What the hell? <laughs> They're inside. Uh, yeah. Here's another one. Hansen pulled a gun on a woman, drove her to Chugach State Park, raped her, performed cunnilingus on her, and forced her to perform fellatio. If you don't do what I say, I'll kill you. He told her. He bound her wrists, then told her that he worked the pipeline and that he was raping women in the Anchorage area and that he had a friend who worked on the pipeline who was also raping women. You won't be a good witness against me anyway. He told her. Because you're a nude dancer and a prostitute. So actually... He's a successful businessman, and he did have a few other businessmen that were very successful in the town as well, and they all stuck up for each other. So a lot of his alibis, even though they were false, they were backed up by some of the other prominent members of society. Because they were also raping women? There you go. Yeah. No, good old boys club. Yeah. Good old boys, yeah. Legit. Oh, I I wanted to point out. I read, so he was talking, cause, and, and I'll upload this to uh, talkmer.com, but it's the whole confession in written form. And when you see that he was getting oral sex, he said he only got oral sex, which is a lie, because he obviously raped a bunch of girls. Mm-hmm. But he said his, um, since his wife didn't know that he was doing all this, he said that the reason he likes oral sex from a prostitute is because he doesn't want to degrade his wife and put her down to that level of giving him oral sex. Does that make sense? So his wife never gave him oral sex. Exactly. Because that would be degrading. So he talks about prostitutes. Like, for instance, there the cops are talking to him and after he's called. And he says, wait, you, I can't rape a prostitute. Like, that's what he said. You know, he talks like that. They're they're lower class than him. That's pretty much like how he that's what them. they're there for kind of a thing. Yeah. So the FBI did get involved a little bit with the profile. And this is really interesting. They said that he thinks about killing 24 seven, which is really interesting because. His day of being a baker and and being the family man and all this stuff, he's just going through the motions but what he really is doing in his head is thinking about all the killing he he wants to do. So that's kind of kind of interesting to hear that perspective. But so they actually found this guy because they were going to have a hard time proving it was him because these women were found in the the river the Alaska wilderness like in the riverbeds and stuff and there was no evidence they've been eaten and stuff like this there was literally no evidence so they they couldn't get a search warrant to just go and search this guy's house based on what a prostitute came and told him mm-hmm. so they actually got him for insurance fraud so what wow. had happened was you saw all the trophies on the wall yep. all his prize trophies the ones that he won all these world records for those were documented. So people know, okay, that's the world winning trophy. He tells the insurance company that one day when he was out 
fishing or fishing trip or something. Someone broke in and stole all his stuff. So basically, he just removed it all from the wall and put it in storage. They paid him $13,000 and then he put it back, you know, after he got his money and he bought a new plane. So they actually got this guy, the search warrant initially from the prostitute's confession that there was all these trophies on the wall and mm-hmm. they got them for insurance fraud, which is kind of interesting. I think they got Capone for something like that, too. Yeah. Then they get them for like tax evasion or something. I think so. But anyway, because they there was like no evidence. I mean, they can't. There's no evidence, but they have to get into his home because mm-hmm. the FBI said he probably keeps mementos and stuff like that. So they searched his home thoroughly and they didn't find anything. But as soon as they went into the attic, these guys were actually pulling up all that pink insulation one by one, getting all like scratchy and itchy. And they actually found this in the attic. Oh, guns. This, well, this is a this is the murder weapon murder weapons so he had a cache a huge cache of guns probably like a hundred different guns but none of them used to kill these ones right here were all used to kill the murder weapons high-powered rifles that's his mo and not only that was in there but he also had necklaces and everything else but the most important thing they found which really nailed the uh coffin down was this an aviation map with 21 X marks on ah. it. So he actually, what do you think the X marks are? Where he killed them or where, or where he dropped them. Every one of those X marks up there had a body right where the map was. That's how they really got him because, I mean, he was hiding this in his attic too. Wow. And after they presented him with that evidence, he confessed and everything. But basically his M.O., is this he would get prostitutes and he would never get them right up the street he would always and this is really interesting because if you think the green river killer Mm -hmm. he would just go pick them up and then take them back and kill them this guy he would make dates with them let's meet for lunch or breakfast or dinner or something the next day or or, you know a week from now and he would make this long-term plan with them so no one sees that girl going in his truck right there and then him driving off does that make sense Mm -hmm. so he that was really smart that he did that and no one's ever done that that i've covered before Mm. but that was one of his mo's and not only that he had the high uh the money you know is like 200 300 for a blowjob type of thing he would get this these women and when his wife was out of town take them back to the family home chain them up torture them there and then get in his private airplane and the whole time he was Mm -hmm. saying hey I'm just going to keep you for a week. We're going to go to my private cabin, which apparently he he doesn't own a private cabin. There was no cabin. So when he says, let's go to the cabin, that means I'm going to take you out in the wilderness and hunt you down. I'm going to let you go and, you know, let you go. In fact, one of uh, one of the the women he did let go mm-hmm. and he just didn't track her down and she was found frozen. Oh, wow. But anyway, this is a. Uh, the headline from the sun, if you want to read this. Did anyone ever survive that point of no, dropping? No, no. If you get into the if you get into the plane, you're done. The plane is I mean, because out in the Alaskan wilderness, man, there's nobody out there. Ever I mean, you're done. You know what I'm saying? And he doesn't even have a cabin. He did stop at a bunch of other cabins though, and he would rob the cabins. And hmm. they they knew because he his plane had a unique set of skis on it that were you know, the skis 
They're, yeah. They let some yeah. land. And they were really unique for his plane. So they knew the homeowner would come back to the cabin, notice a lot of his stuff had, was stolen, and then see those ski marks, mm-hmm. you know, when he left. So he would take them out there. But yeah, they, they would. It was really like a seaplane, maybe? Yeah. But they would. Uh, if you got in that plane, you're done. Yeah. So luckily, the 17 year old Cindy Paulson, she didn't get in that plane. You know. Wow. If you want to read this, it's from The Sun. The butcher baker harrowing slaughter spree of psycho who stalked 17 women like animals before raping and murdering them. So I don't know why they say 17 because there's 21 on the map. And and I heard one one account that was at least 24. So I don't know why it's 17. (laughs) But here's where he would take them after they got on the plane. This is the Nick River, the K-N-I-K River. So. That's kind of where his homes were or where he would load everything up and then go down to the Nick River. And it's just a big area where he just let them go and hunted them. Literally wow. just like that. And what do you think happened to this guy? Hopefully he got life in prison. Yeah, he got a huge term. It was like 499 years. But wow. this is from 2014, if you want to read this. Alaska serial killer Robert Hansen dies at 75. So he died in prison at 75. Wow. Yep. 2014. And that is the Butcher Baker story. Do you guys like that? Did he end up confessing to after he was And I'll put all the, I'll Mm. put the whole confession stuff on talkmore.com. I'll put a link to it. It's actually on the author of the book site. So I want to credit him. It's a really good book and... He did a really good job with it. So I definitely, if you if you really want to read a good crime book, that is definitely the one to do. And I'll put a link to that and some of the interviews and stuff like that on talkmurder.com. So go there and see them pictures. And that is the story of the Butcher Baker. I'm John, and this is Talk Murder Me. If you want to learn how to podcast, go to propodcaster.com and give me money. And that's about it. Put in the word murder. And get 50% off. Well, 2021 certainly off with a bang, as you said. Yeah, I had some really great course, or I have some really interesting cases coming up. Some really interesting cases that I can't wait to do. So mm-hmm. be sure to subscribe if you haven't, and we'll see you next time. One other question about this case. What Sorry. Are we done? No, I, did he get his inspiration from the short story The Most Dangerous Game? Like did he was he inspired by that at all? What do you mean Most Dangerous Game? You know heard of, it's a short story. It's about hunting people. Yeah, but that was like in the 90s, wasn't it? No, that it's an older short story. Oh, I don't know. I was just curious if he like was inspired by it or no, something. No, I mean there's nothing to do in Alaska. Shit, I've been there. It's like nothing to do. Hunt. It's the number one place for sexual assault. Do you want to check murder. it out? Thank you guys for watching. I'm John, and this talk murdered me. So see you later. Bye. Good night, you lovely, lovely people.